It's Monday, June 21st. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. And I am off this week. <laughs> As you're listening to this, I'm actually headed to Charleston, South Carolina for a bit of time off, a little time on the beach, and more than my fair share of good food. But did I record some episodes to run this week while I'm gone? Yes, I did. We are just about at the midpoint of 2021, so I thought it would be a good opportunity to take a step back from the daily grind of news. We could all collectively lift up our heads, look around and see where we are. So I asked a few people to help me out with that this week, starting with today's guest, Ron Gross. Thanks for being here, my friend. You're very welcome. Does this mean I'm working this week? It's all very confusing. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, we, we're taping this a few days before Monday the 21st. So, uh, you know, what, what you do starting Monday the 21st, you're a grown man, Ron. That's up to you. <laughs> All right. That sounds good to me. Um, let's start with inflation. Um, and, you know, inflation is one of those things that we don't talk about all that often. Um, yeah. we, we talked about it recently on Motley Fool Money. We had the Fed meeting last week. I'm, did Jay Powell and the good people at the Federal Reserve give us, you know, any clues? To, are, based on what they said, do you think there are some industries that are more attractive or less attractive because of what they said? Yeah, I, I've got some thoughts here. Let's, we could, if, as you say, inflation's tricky because once we start talking about economics and economic theory, I almost hate to go down too much of a rabbit hole with it because foolishness is about picking great companies and holding them for the long term. But I do think it's important to kind of understand some of these concepts and how it could impact your invest, investment. So just, just to unpack it a little bit, so prices are definitely higher across many sectors. We, I think we all see it across the board. Real estate, for sure. Food, Chipotle recently announcing um, price hikes. Energy is up, commodities. Some of this, I, I think, is certainly transitory um, as the economy reopens. But all that stimulus money that was pumped into the economy over the last year has to have some impact. You can't just print money and it not have an impact. Plus, you have the Fed's quantitative easing programs, uh, buying bonds. Uh, that leads to, I think, probably some sustained inflation as well. And then you've got supply chain problems, semiconductors being one of the most glaring um, examples. You have a labor shortage. Not everyone back to work yet. In fact, lots of folks are not. And that's also added, uh, I think, to some, some increase in prices. So I do think those higher prices, some of them are here for a while. But we've already seen some prices fall back a bit. Lumber is a good example. Was sky high, has taken a step back. Copper, I think, is another good example. So we're already seeing some pullback in some inflationary pricing. Then the Fed steps in and considerably raises its expectations for inflation this year and brought forward the time frame of when it will next raise interest rates. They raised their headline inflation expectation to 3.4%. That's a full percentage point higher than in March. And they did not give an indication of when they would begin cutting back on their aggressive bond buying program. The forecast, if you kind of read between the lines and actually take some of, of the, the verbiage ver verbatim, it suggests two hikes 
interest rate hikes in 2023, uh, and they're still committed to their inflation goal of 2% over the long run. They raised their GDP expectations for this year to 7% from 6.5. Unemployment estimate remains unchanged at 4.5%. So it's really interesting to see what happened in the market the day after the Fed made all these announcements, right? So the day after tech stocks were up, breathing a sigh of relief that the Fed is going to fight inflation. They're doing something about it. Interest rates will likely be higher um, and inflation won't be as bad. Um, and the Dow Jones index was down because folks are saying, well, if the Fed is going to actually combat inflation, then maybe commodity prices are going to come back down. That impacts a lot of the stocks in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Um, but it, you know, it's so interesting because one day, Stocks could react to an increase in interest rates one way, and then very next day they could go the exact opposite for for another reason. Traders um, and institutional investors are, are an interesting bunch. So what we learned to summarize everything I just said was that the Fed is steering the ship. They see inflation. They don't think it's all transitory. They do stand ready to fight it with somewhat higher interest rates, which will still be historically low, depending on how much they hike. 2023 is likely the time they'll do that. And the economy does look like it's relatively strong um, as measured by their expectations for GDP. I just love that some small number of people flipped out (laughs) because we might have two interest rate hikes in 2023 (laughs) as though there's no way the Fed changes its mind in the next two years. Right. And so many things can happen. I mean, literally, you know, everything from pandemic related things to geopolitical things to, you know, to to market cycles. Um, I mean, if you look at the market, you know, by all measures, the market's expensive, right? You know, you can look at I don't know, so many different things. You could look at the, the Schiller-Cape ratio, which is kind of the cyclically adjusted price to earnings ratio. That's basically like the second highest it's ever been. Um, if you look at the Warren Buffett indicators of market cap to GDP, all time high. Um, so, you know, we've had free money for a long time, interest rates close to zero for a long time, lots of money pumped into the economy. Stocks have been on fire for a long time. They're, they're just high right now it's in terms of valuation. And there's not necessarily anything to panic with respect to that. You can be concerned. We might see a pullback. In fact, we always see a pullback within a reasonable period of time. And then we regroup. Good companies build back. Earnings get posted. And the stock market moves higher. We could be at a point like that now, especially with interest rates expected to rise. If we do get a pullback, if we get a little bit of a breather, it's actually natural and not, you shouldn't panic as long as you don't have money in the market that you need over the next three to five years. And maybe it's because we're starting summer and here in the US, things are opening back up, people are getting out of their homes, going on vacations, et cetera, et cetera. Um, is, it, is it me or is volatility coming down? It, it just seems like things are a little bit calmer in the market than they were three, six months ago. I think you do see volatility, um, as, as measured even by the VIX, um, a, a little bit lower than where it had been over the last year, kind of every three months, not even necessarily surrounding earnings time. You kind of saw a spike, um, but now it's 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 on the wane. But you know, you're you're seeing 
I think even more importantly than something like the volatility index or the VIX, you're seeing some speculative pockets. I stole that word from Schwab. Some speculative pockets that are in the market appear to be declining. So SPACs were this frothy kind of crazy thing going on earlier uh, in the year and, and last year. Uh, SPACs have come back down to earth. I think you see some non-profitable technology companies that were sky high and trading at really lofty valuations come back down to earth. Now, that doesn't mean they won't regroup, become profitable at some point, and be wonderful investments over the next five to 10 years. But you've seen some of that froth come, come out of the market. The meme stocks is a whole other animal. I don't know if we can say that they've waned. I mean, you look at what's happening with AMC or uh, Naked Brand is a new one. There's one called Castor Maritime that is that is kind of uh, the Reddit community uh, has taken a liking to. So those remain, and I don't even know how. I think we don't play that. We don't. We just ignore that. Let's just invest in invest, not not trade. Uh, speaking of the meme stocks, you and I inadvertently got caught up in the meme <laughs> stocks in in a small way. In that. We were both shareholders of Bed Bath and Beyond, um, and and just to provide the context, um, we were doing Motley Fool money. This was the end of 2019. The story around Bed Bath and Beyond was Mark Tritton, who was a very accomplished retail executive from Target, had gone over to become the CEO. He, I think, within a month of taking the job, essentially cleaned house yep. of the executive ranks, and you and I just sort of looked at that situation and said, well, this is something to keep an eye on because he clearly knows what he wants to do and has set things up as, look, this is my plan and either you're on board or you're not. And if you're not, then let's talk about having you leave. And, you know, cut to spring of 2020, the stock gets just crushed. And I, I think at about the same time, maybe even the, certainly the same week, you and I both independent of each other were like, <laughs> I think I'm going to buy some shares of this stock. Um, yeah, and yet it got caught up in the meme stuff. And I, I mean, my memory of the day—this was a few weeks ago. I was doing market foolery, and um, you sent me a message on Slack, and it, you just wrote Bed Bath and Beyond up 37 percent. And you know, 20 minutes later, I was done with the show. I got to look. I quote, I was like, well, let me see if that's still the situation. It was up forty-seven percent. Yeah. Um, and on that day, <laughs> I, I just decided, okay, it's time to go. <laughs> and I sold my. Did you sell all of your shares of Bed Bath and Beyond? Or did you keep I, I kept a hundred shares, um, but I, I sold the majority of of my stake, and that that was really something. And and. You know, we were buying this. We don't always buy stocks to play turnarounds. In fact, I, I rarely do nowadays. But this was one I was really interested in owning. I was really impressed with what Tritton did at Target. I loved that he was selling off non-car assets. He was really, you know, strengthening the balance sheet. He was, as you said, changing the management team, uh, moving more into private label. I, I was really interested in watching it. And then there's no better way to watch it than when you're a shareholder and you, you've got some skin in the game. So. I was almost disappointed when the stock price and market cap all of a sudden, for no reason at all, reflected the fact that, that he was he won. He was right. He restructured the company and everything is perfect. Uh, he didn't need to do that because the meme stock you know, thing you know, ramped up his stock price for him. Um, and so I was disappointed when I said, I, I can't 
be silly about this. Uh, if the market is handing me a gift, I'm going to take the gift. Bed Bath & Beyond actually shouldn't theoretically be at $40 a share yet until Triton proves he's turning this ship. And it even if it gets to 40, I'm not sure it's going to get to 50 or 60 or 70 or certainly no time soon. So it, it just made sense to, to take the gift that we were given. Luckily, it was long term capital gains, by the way, I, I yes. think for both of us. Um, and 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 move along and so i'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth but i'm still very interested to watch what happens at bed bath and beyond i am too but it reminded me of something uh, this was a, a member event that the motley fool had at the weston hotel near fool hq in alexandria bill mann was on a panel i think you might have been on the panel with him I, I'm pretty sure Charlie Travers was as well. And I'm going to paraphrase the first part of what Bill said. Um, he was asked a question and, uh, you know, talked about, you know, sort of all the usual things in terms of, look, we like to focus on the business. We like to, you know, hold for the long term. That's the best way to win. Um, but then he punctuated it by saying, uh, but, you know, to be clear, every stock I own is for sale at the right price. Yeah. He's like, look, there are companies I own shares of. I love these companies. But if someone's going to offer me a ridiculous multiple, I'm going to take that price. And I like, I thought of that quote on that day a few weeks ago, and I just thought, all right, look, I like this story. I believe in Triton. I believe in what he's doing there. If you're going to hand me a ridiculous multiple on a stock I've owned for just over a year, I'm going to take it. It's just prudent. It's just prudent investing. It really is. I know we fall in love with our companies and we want to think like long-term shareholders and we, we really and truly do. But you also have to be prudent. If at $40 a share, Bed Bath is either going to produce a subpar return going forward, uh, perhaps a negative return, uh, 2%, 3%, there's better places for your money in that case. And so just in terms of portfolio optimization, portfolio allocation, it makes sense to sell and reallocate to something better. Uh, before I let you go, um, I'm curious what you're going to be watching in the second half of 2021. I mean, personally, I look at the earnings season we got coming up in July. I know how important the back-to-school shopping season is for major retailers. So I I'm curious to hear what people like Brian Cornell and Doug McMillan and you know uh, other retail executives are are saying about what they are seeing and expecting in August and September but that's me what are you going to be watching I, I like that I'll be I'll be looking at that too there's there's a few things for me and it's, some of it's related to this, the inflation conversation we had you know if inflation continues to be an issue it'll be really interesting to watch if if the typical um, inflation plays um, our beneficiaries as they have been in the past. Our, our commodity companies um, go, going to do well. Real estate and REITs, for example, um, have always, not always, but typically do well in an inflationary environment. High dividend stocks, conversely, don't do well um, in, in an inflationary environment. I want to keep an eye on that. Energy sector is another one. So, so lots of interesting um, plays from a, uh, an inflation interest rate perspective I'll be watching. But just more generally, I'm really going to be interested to take a look and keep an eye on the reopening stocks, specifically the airlines and the hotels. Um, I want to see 
does business travel come back? I want to see if, if personal travel gets back to the level um, that they seem to be indicating um, that it will. And then I also want to keep an eye on infrastructure stocks. It looks like there might at least be some kind of a bipartisan deal that, that Biden and the Congress can get through. It's not going to be three or four trillion. It could be close to a trillion. That's going to be really interesting to me to see, you know, if all of a sudden we across our neighborhoods are seeing our roads all repaired or our bridges all repaired, you know, who's going to be the beneficiaries? Is it going to be Vulcan Materials or Nucor or Freeport McMoran? Um, you know, lots of industrial companies, a lot of commodity companies going to be interested to keep an eye on those guys as well. Ron Gross, love talking to you. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Foolery. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.